Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St Bride's. This is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Kathleen Jackson. Welcome, of course, to our brothers and sisters, to our stepchildren who are here today, and to all family members and family friends who are here with us. I don't have to tell you, but Kathleen was a much-loved person, uh, very quiet in her ways. Uh, She was very devoted to family and friends, uh, and people loved her in turn. She was gentle and a kindly soul. It's only a short (coughs) while uh, since Bill, uh, her partner, died, and Kathleen missed him very much indeed. We are very happy at the thought of them both reunited together with one another. The opening hymn of today's Mass uh, speaks of the love that God has for us, but we are united in this church today by the love that we have for each other, family and friends. As we gather to say farewell to a member of your family and to a dear friend, uh, we are once again consoled uh, by our faith which guides us through these moments. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what what I have failed to do. My fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and whom your, your saints rejoice full of happiness, 
Grant our supplication that your servant Kathleen, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster, their leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out as sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. As the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you.
reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live in on this earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home not made by human hands. In heaven, we are always full of confidence then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord. Going as we do by faith and not by sight, we are full of confidence. I say and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law of court of Christ. And each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I've gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated for a moment.
We are here today on the last day of the year of 2021, and it has been a hard year for many. Many families have lost loved ones in the course of this year. Uh, many families, of course, over this year have had family members who have been sick and continue to be sick as well. It has been a time, as you know, of great uncertainty when many freedoms that we know and take for granted have had to be set aside to make sure that people are protected. Over this time, of course, Kathleen was herself sick and struggled with illness. She was even unable to attend the funeral bill as she had taken ill on that day. In the time since that, her health was a great concern both to herself and, of course, to other members of the family as well. Kathleen passed away very quietly to be discovered uh, by Frankie when she was unable to be contacted. She was a very quiet woman by nature, and it seems in character that her leaving this world should have happened in the quietest and most inconspicuous of ways. This funeral, as I mentioned, takes place on the last day of the year, and as the old year passes and the new one is about to arrive, so Kathleen's life has also passed away in these final days of this year. And as we think of packing away the old year, so we find ourselves here in this church, ending a life which has meant so much to so many, a virtuous life, a good life, a kind life that has went, meant the world to so many. Strangely, uh, St. Paul himself uh, speaks of the moment of death in the same terms as what I've mentioned packing up a tent, folding it, and putting it away. We are moving in that moment, he says, transforming this from this earthly home, moving out, moving on, moving from something good to something even better. We have that confidence for Kathleen, that she is moving to something better. Her earthly tent is folded up, packed away, exchanged for something better. And of course we can think of her in no other place than where God means us to be. And in that wonderful image of God's expansive love in the gospel, in a home where there is a place for all, a house in which there are many rooms and which are all, all are welcome and which all are assured of God's love. A place in which we will all meet again, parents and children, husbands and wives, brothers and sisters, friends and neighbours. It's in that sense, isn't it, of arriving at a destination where the road itself has always been taking us, where the journey takes us. Our journey through life isn't aimless. It's a journey with a destination in mind. We are at peace today then when we think of Kathleen, thinking of her as reunited uh, with Bill, and those that she loved here on earth. I want just to give you a few words uh, on Kathleen's life that have been prepared uh, by the family. And usually I would say these in my own words, but they're so beautifully written uh, that I would like to just uh, read them out to you today. Kathleen was born in Silver Banks, uh, Cambus Lang, on the 11th of August, 1945. Apart from some years in America in her early 20s, she spent her life in this area. 
After three older brothers, Mike and Richie and Eddie, Kathleen arrived as the first daughter. After some years, due to the growing size of the family, ten in all, and their mother's illness, Kathleen took on the role of a carer, especially of her younger siblings. She made sure that they had surprise presents on Christmas Day, and she helped with shopping and cooking to ensure that the family that family life was as normal as possible in a difficult situation. <coughs> At the age of just 21, Kathleen went on the adventure of her life when she went with her cousin to live in America. She lived for several years in upstate New York, in Tarrytown, and her letters home showed how much she loved and embraced that American lifestyle. The death of her mother in 1971 affected her deeply, and some time later, she returned to the country, to this country, to live in the family home again. Kathleen found great happiness with her partner, Bill, and his children were, like her own, Leslie and Colin and Drew and their families. She spent much of her later life caring for Bill after his accident, in addition to shopping and cooking, and for her brother, Johnny, who was also housebound as well. Kathleen was a very caring and loving person, and although she did not have children of her own, she showered her own nieces and nephews with great affection and love. Some examples of their reactions to her passing and their reflection on their childhood memories of her show the depth of their appreciation for her. These are some of the things that she says. they say. Kathleen's warmth, love and kindness shone through. I share the fond memories I share the fondest memories of Kathleen. She always had time for you, taking us to the park and making us treats when we came to visit. And she always looked after me when I was a wee boy. She had a heart of gold. And she brought me my first red Christmas coat when I was young. She helped us make tents out of blankets over the clothesline, took us to see Raiders of the Lost Ark. She had the most kindest and beautiful heart. Hearts. Aunt Kathleen is such a sweet soul, a very special person, and I will miss her greatly. I always had a special place in my heart for Aunt Kathleen, such a sweet human being. She showed me even how to make scrambled eggs when I was eight. She was my special auntie and always had time for us. People are remembered for how they make others feel, and this is especially true for our Aunt Kathleen. I felt always at home in her presence. Her warmth, her love and her kindness always shone through. And a neighbour who grew up beside her said, when I was little she would take me by the hand to the library in Spring Hall and help me choose books. Neighbours and local shopkeepers were shocked at her passing and spoke of her kindness and generosity, which seemed to be the overriding impression of her to everyone. The shock of Bill's death in July impacted Kathleen deeply, and she was devastated. She was dreading Christmas because it had been such an enjoyable time that she spent with Bill, putting up decorations, and she could not muster the enthusiasm to celebrate it this year. Kathleen herself had various health issues, but the emotional toll of bereavement led inevitably to her suffering a heart attack. One of the most uh, pressing issues for Kathleen latterly that she spoke of to her family 
was that she wanted this Catholic funeral service uh, that she has today. Her faith in Jesus was strong, and she referred to him often as her blessed saviour. She didn't have set prayers, but spoke to him throughout the day like a friend and experienced a real closeness to him. We feel the choice of the hymn, The Love I Have For You, O Lord, is most appreciated. Those are lovely words, and I thank the family for those expressions of love uh, today. It's no hard thing uh, to give her this uh, funeral today with all of the blessings and prayers and graces that come with it. She was such a good and kind person, uh, and I know that you all loved her very much indeed. So today we find ourselves here in the church, in a place that she knew and loved all of her life, uh, to give her this Mass, to give her this prayer, prayers, and to give her these blessings. brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the offering of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant, finding through your mercy the pardon she sought for all her sins, may exult forever with all your saints and praise your glory for all eternity. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as one alone he accepted death, so that we might all escape from dying. As one he chose to die, so that in your sight we might all live forever. And so in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, 
and with joy we proclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed to see you come in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them what the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also your servant, Kathleen, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy in us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have praised you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And who does not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. restrictions uh, for receiving Holy Communion if you're taking Holy Communion just to receive it in your hand uh, before you take a step to one side uh, remove your mask and take uh, Communion and then turn to your seats uh, if you don't want to receive Communion today then uh, please feel free to come forward for a blessing just to place your hand on your breast and I'll give you a blessing <coughs>
as we receive today these heavenly gifts. We give you thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray that the soul of your servant, Kathleen, freed through your son's passion from the bonds of sin, may come happily into your presence through Christ our Lord. to God. 
Please.